Kevin, welcome everybody to the Horny Fantasy Podcast, episode one. I'm joined today by Josh Tuvey. Hello. And Harrison Johnson. Hello. Today we'll be discussing um, pretty much the pre-season of the fantasy podcast, of the fantasy league so far. Um, before, well, about a month away from the the actual season. So pretty much we're going to be recapping um, what's gone ahead so far and what to look forward to. Yeah. Alrighty. First topic of discussion, boys, I'm going to layer. Yes. Is which, well, who is the best roster as of right now and who is the worst roster? And what does the worst roster need to improve? Okay. Oh, I'll better. I'm going to pull up all the rosters and have a quick look again. I reckon that the best team would have to be. Uh, oh, it's interesting, actually. Is it though? It it is. It's top to three. Is it? It's three is it? it is. I think that it's Nick's team. Nick has the best team, according to Harry. Josh. Um, it is between Nick and Matt, but I do think it's Matt. Okay, I personally, if I can vote for myself, I would. <laughs> but, I mean, the only other person I can vote for is Nick. Um, given the fact that his worst player is Jeremy Grant. Um, and I think that's a bit of a strong factor. Right, who do you think is the worst roster as of right now? Jono. Um, oh. Jono. Jono? Jono. Um, do you have Andrew Wiggins as your stunning small forward in fantasy? <laughs> <laughs> that, that doesn't usually end well. Um, however, Does not. Especially when all the other stunning small forwards are LeBron James, Butler, Reports have shown that Johnny is confident in Andrew Wiggins. <laughs> um, not to to pin you here, Harry, but I'm going to say it's you and Jason purely because with Kawhi out for pretty much the season, your only real superstars, Joel and Dame. If you don't get me wrong, fantastic players. Both will get fifty points. A game that when you've got <laughs> John Collins at starting power <laughs> forward, even Michael Porter Jr. at small forward, but then on the bench, Harry, watch out, you do have Jalen Green, Spencer Dinwiddie, a very injured Miles Turner, <laughs> and a very, very out of form D'Angelo Russell. Plus DeAndre and Karis <laughs> and Benjamin Simmons. Plus a torn ACL Kawhi. I don't get much better than that, to be honest with you. Um, oh. Of course, Jono would be the other 
the other vote. I mean, like you said, Josh, Andrew Wiggins it started <laughs> small forward. Um, he also has somehow put together <laughs> Macau Bridges, Mile Bridges, Jonas Valanciunas, <laughs> Anthony Edwards, and Dejounte Murray on his bench. That's impressive. It is. Alright, next topic. What players do you believe will make the biggest jump from last season to this season? Not in the NBA, but in fantasy. Josh, we'll start with you. Okay, um, I do think it'll be Bradley Bill. I know he, he did have a very good season last season. However, without Ross <laughs> as second option and it changing to Spencer Dinwiddie, I do believe Bradley Bill will have to elevate his game. Interesting. Harry? <laughs> um, I have the, there's a couple of options. Mm. I believe that Chris Stapps, uh, Sabonis, and Carl Anthony Towns. Interesting. Um, I think Chris Stapps will be, have the biggest leap because... He's had he's had a couple poor years, and he knows it. Uh, and I I just think he will become that second superstar behind Luca. Like I actually think he'll become really good. Well, mine. I don't know if uh, any of you are going to agree with the guy I'm about to say, but there's a reason I traded for him, and it's because I think he will have. A relatively well, I think he, he will be an all star ultimately. That's Colin Sexton. The reason I'm choosing Sexton is because Cleveland <laughs> have brought in so many big men. Like I mean, literally <sighs> half their roster. Yeah, like Taco Fall. <laughs> but Taco Fall, Jared Allen, Kevin Love, Laurie Market, and Ed Evan Mobley. Like, and you can and only pick big two. Dean Wade. Dean, <laughs> like. <laughs> I know Sexton and Garland haven't really had much stability at Cleveland in terms of who their front court are, but I personally believe if they can find two dominant big men to start and then come off the bench, then that's going to provide a lot more defense for the Cavs, and hopefully the basketball will be in Colin Sexton's hands a lot more than it has been. And um, hopefully he jumps from 35 to 40, 45 um, very soon. The other yeah, that person... Can definitely, that can possibly happen. Like That can definitely happen. The other person I'm thinking of is Karis LeVert. And the reason I say Karis LeVert is because he was... Well, he wasn't in a good spot last season at all. Um, his health wasn't 100%. <laughs> which um, didn't go in his favour. But at the same time, you've got TJ Warren coming back sometime during the season. That provides another scoring threat for the Pacers. Sabonis so is only getting better. Miles Turner is probably the best shot blocker in the, in the league. <laughs> um, and then you've got Malcolm Brogdon, who, when he's on, he's on. So I personally believe if Levert has the right pieces around him, then I don't see anyone. Might I add, Harry has three Indiana Pacers players on his team. Yes, yeah. I do. 
And the thing about Indiana is they can be one of the best teams in the comp on one night, and then they can be a one bit of the worst the next. And I think the key for them is to find the right balance between how to win games and wanting to win games because sometimes I feel like their effort just drops off completely and it's literally just a bit of a bloodbath for them at times. Um, yeah, I I hope to see Karis LeVert take off um, and yeah, that was my, my take. Next one, we'll go back to a topic we were discussing before. Draft, draft recap. Um, Yes. Where, obviously looking at the first round. No mistakes there. Well, James Harden went second round, and I believe that's a huge mistake. I don't know why... Oh. Kevin Durant and Russell Westbrook were taken over James Harden. I will I never know. Like that. I will never know why that happened. Um, Although in Tommy's defense, he did take James Harden with the very next pick. Oh, he did, but to still, James Harden took a seventh yeah. pick after he's arguably a top three fantasy player in the league. Yeah. I, that still goes for you, Matthew. I, I actually reckon that James Harden probably should have gone third. He, he should have got oh, yeah. over Steph. Oh, he yeah. should have got I just knew. <laughs> yeah. I just knew, though, that if I didn't take Steph, then Tommy would snatch him up straight away. So I think, I think, I think Nick would have taken Steph, to be honest. No, I think Nick was always in for KD. <laughs> yeah. Tommy would have taken Steph and then James Harden. He wouldn't have gone two point guards in the first round, that's for sure. Um... Moving on, for a bit further down, are you surprised to see Kyrie Irving go in round four? Yes. 100%. Why? Well, can we look at the people that were taken before Kyrie Irving? Zion Williamson, Vucevic, Donovan Mitchell. Keep in uh-huh. mind, keep in mind all of Harry's picks were by default. So yes. he didn't he didn't get to pick. Um the others though taking What was Tom thinking taking Zion Williamson over Kyrie? I don't know. In my opinion, this is gonna hurt Tommy when he hears it, but Tommy is if you look at last season's draft and this season's draft, he is the worst drafter <laughs> overall. Like he just makes some really silly decisions that make the rest of us sit there and go, "What? Like, why did he do that?" We saw last year he drafted easily the worst, yet but still made the grand final. I mean, what was that? I said I say I would say he drafted the worst this year as well. I mean, I know, I'm just trying to find because I know he took. Um, Carmelo Anthony pretty high. I'm just trying to find which round it was. Give me one second. Round 10. There we go. Round 10. First pick in round 10, he took Carmelo Anthony over Michael Porter Jr., Jeremy Grant, Chris Stapps, Chris Stapps John Collins, Terry, 
Lonzo Ball, Malcolm Brogdon, Ben Simmons, Harris Levert. Like, I know he does love Carmelo, but that's stupid. It is dumb. Um, another draft focus is who do you think? I know it's going to be hard to calculate. But since draft day, who do you think has improved their team the most from the teams they were given? Obviously, we're going to have to look at who's made the most trades and stuff. But, I mean, Harry, you've made the most trades. And I had to say that, Harry, I think your team's gotten worse since uh, since draft day. Purely because mm. on the draft, you were given every single highest average player. Uh, there were a lot of guards. We there were a lot of guards. I, okay. You did have 11 guards in your team at one point, <laughs> Harry. Um, I, you know, drafting, like, actually, I didn't draft my team. And so, um, I didn't, I, what my game plan was, I didn't actually get it. So, you know, I had Luca at four. What was your game plan gonna, gonna be? I was, I was going to try and take James Harden, actually. Because I know that he, he, he just gets so many points. If you had the option, like, if you actually were drafting at number four, would you take Luca or James Harden? James Harden. And then at three, like, they drafted Carl Anthony Towns for me. I would have taken LeBron James or Joel Embiid. Wow. Like, like, Cat went over Joel Embiid. Is Cat a better fantasy player than LeBron, Tatum, and B? No, he's not. Then why is he? I believe he is. He's, he's not. In my opinion, apart from Jokic, Cat is the best fantasy center in the comp. Oh, he is a sharpshooter from deep in great interior defense, gets blocks, gets rebounds. <laughs> Lots with great interior defense. Gets the gets the occasional steal every now and then. Does average three assists. No, it's a bit more than three assists a game. And for the minutes he was playing last season to still put up those numbers. No, um, he's actually the ninth best center in fantasy league. That is that is not true. It is. <laughs> I can I can put okay, my. Harry, if he's the ninth best, who's who's top eight? Joel beats the sixth best apparently. Okay, in uh, order. Harry, according to averages, moment. I do. According to averages last season, Cat finished four. With? 46.6. See, that's not... That's... Uh, Embiid had more. <laughs> yeah, but at the same time, I know both Joel and Cat were out injured. However, do you think... Joel's going to get as many points without Ben Simmons this season? Yes. With a better point guard that can shoot the ball? I don't think so. I don't believe so either. Cat, on the other hand, you've got Anthony Edwards, who's coming off a fantastic rookie season, who who could be one of the frontrunners for most improved going into this season. Um, well, he has said he's grown two inches, so that could be. A factor. He has he has reportedly grown two inches since he was drafted, um, which is a bit scary. But at the same time, you've got D'Angelo Russell who hopefully finds some consistency. 
Um, but then you've guys, you've got guys like Malik Beasley who can just chip in wherever needed and do the job for you. Yeah, only when he's not in jail. <laughs> well, yeah. <laughs> um, so, yeah, that's interesting. I personally believe Cat will be the second best um, fantasy centre in the game this season. Moving on. Can I talk about Gil real quick? Yeah. Jay Gil just had Xander in round six. Well, he was injured at the time. I didn't um, even think about that. Never mind. Never mind. He is back though, I think, which is weird. Yeah, I think he's back. Um, moving on. Luka Doncic. I heard a couple of people saying that he could be the fantasy MVP at the end of the season. I've tipped him for NBA MVP. I don't think anyone's going to get anywhere near him. Well, maybe I'm Giannis. Maybe Kevin Durant if he stays healthy. <laughs> maybe Steph if he's got good support. But Joel can have another MVP season. Yeah, but I really don't see Joel outlasting Doncic for MVP, especially if Chris Stapps decides to... um starts to play Fine. well and of course they do have the um the bench x factor in willie coley stein off the bench of course, <laughs> oh course who you already know will get points for luca um who do you guys think will get fantasy mvp uh james harden josh um yeah could you... mm, interesting interesting so no one no one believes in Giannis. No, he doesn't shoot the ball enough. Well, no one believes in Steph. Can't even. No one <laughs> believes in Willie Coystein. I do, but it's difficult. He has not been picked up. He is still a free agent <laughs> as we speak. And... I'm looking at your team, Harry, and <laughs> <laughs> Harry, oh, I'm just saying, if you, you, you've got Spencer Dinwiddie in there who hasn't played an NBA game in over 10,000 days. <laughs> I'm just saying, if you're after some consistency, Willie Coystein does get four rebounds a game. <laughs> I would be looking at bringing in the big fella Especially want more centre depth. I mean, you've got Miles Turner who <laughs> hopefully comes back for the start of the season. I doubt he will, but he might. And then you've got DeAndre Aiden and Joel Embiid, which is kind of scary centre duo. But I mean, I'm pretty sure, I'm pretty certain the big fella can play power forward as well. So <laughs> if you're looking for any starting power forward over John Collins, I think um, I think Willie will put his hand up. I will confirm that, Matt. All right. Um, last topic before we Matthew. Off. Yes. I've actually. No, you can never that term, unfortunately. Maybe, maybe even after the last topic, I actually have a, uh, you know, I think I think there's a a thing that I think we all want to do. I I just want to do this. I reckon we all offer. We have to offer one trade to someone in the league. Like, you have to make one offer. Just no to spice things up a bit. Because no you've got guys like 
Nick and Jono who will offer you Bloomin, Jalen Brunson and Cameron Johnson for Steph Curry, LeBron James and Giannis. Can I say something, Matt? What? All right. I'm just here looking at really close times the last five fantasy games. Huh. And in order, you got three fantasy points. Whoa. Zero fantasy points. <laughs> 14. <laughs> and somewhere out of nowhere, he got a 16-point game and got 30 fantasy points. <laughs> he got 16 points, eight rebounds, one assist, one turnover. And then went back down to 17 fantasy points with four points. Wow. Um, that just proves <laughs> how a 16-point difference may be... Um, the game changer to oh hold up hold up it gets better it gets better we then go to a 26 point game a 28 point game a 7 point game a 2 point game right a 33 point game and then the game before the, he scored 33 it was a negative 2 point game stop it <laughs> 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 topic before we wrap things up. Alright. One trade on your team right now. Who would it be and who would you bring in and why? Harry, we'll start with you. I think we all know the player that I've been wanting for a while. (laughs) (laughs) A long time. I don't think Paul George is going anywhere anytime soon. Harry? Well, I think he'd be a perfect fit for my team. Really? Mm Mm-hmm. I believe that he he would probably start my small forward and I'd probably move MPJ to the power forward. I thought you would move MPJ to power forward and bring him. Oh, okay. Um, who, would John you, who would you give up for PG? You'd have to give up someone half decent, considering he is Tom. Um, I think I'd give up uh, Demar Derozan. Yeah. Uh, I think I'd give up uh, Karis Levert. Ooh. Um, and like DeAndre Ayton. What? All three of them for Paul George. Yep. Wowzers. Oh, see, I think I, I'd be able to replace DeAndre Ayton. Like, a Miles Turner averages more fantasy points than DeAndre Ayton. Yeah, yeah, fair enough, fair enough. Joshie, what about you? I would love to bring um, bring in either Nikola Vucevic or Rudy Gobert. I just need someone to strengthen that man. stuff. Joshie, let me just tell you something. Yes. I do have Vucevic and Kat, so if you send me an offer that will completely blow me away, <laughs> then I can see me trading. Uh, Would you be interested in Christian Wood? I do not want Christian Wood, Josh. <laughs> what about a very injured Jamal Murray? Oh, oh, that's would, pretty good. I would prefer OG Ananobi, but um, <laughs> I do have a bit of um Jared Allen action as well. Oh, Andre Drummond. Um, last one, my player that I well, I don't necessarily want to trade a player, but 
I need a better shooting guard. And I know Fred Van Vliet and Jalen Brown are two of the best shooting guards in the league. But it's really depressing looking at the starting lineup, and you've got Steph, LeBron, Giannis, Cat, and then Fred Van Vliet, <laughs> and it's it's kind of depressing. Um, so obviously Bradley Beal, Paul George, James Harden was kind of off the radar, but those two I did try to go after for a while. Um, Donovan Mitchell was another one. However, I was not successful in obtaining any of them. <laughs> Um, so I'm going to have the hope that I can pull something off um, when the season starts. Anything else you guys want to say before we wrap no, it I up? think that's it, mate. That's it? Joshy? Yeah, I think that's pretty good. We could talk about the opening matchups. Who we no, no, no. We'll talk about them closer to the season. Okay. Hopefully some people have made some trades. I don't actually... Hang on, let me... Let me quickly calculate how long ago it was when the last trade was processed. Because um, it was a while ago. Okay. From what I'm seeing, it was Josh. Keep in mind, this was on the 14th of August, right? Yeah. Um, one sec. Yeah, that's what I'm looking at right now. 14th of August. Josh, you traded Christian Wood. Uh, oh, no. Hang on. Harry traded Christian Wood to you for Miles Turner and Malcolm Brogdon. No offense, Josh, but you got absolutely robbed in that occasion. Um, Harry, that was a good trade from you. But that's August 14th. We're in September 9th. It's been almost a month <laughs> since the trade was made. I think everyone's pretty happy with their teams, to be honest. Oh, oh except me. Happy if my name was Harrison the Jonathan, <laughs> but <laughs> Jono seems pretty. Jono seems pretty proud of um. I don't get how Jono's happy with Jonas Valanciunas. So <laughs> I guess we'll just leave him where he is. <laughs> Anyway, yeah. Um, thank you for joining us, Joshy. Be free to share the recording for me and Harry. Um, and I'll see you later. See ya. Uh, that's a good one, boys. Welcome, everyone, to the second episode of the Horny Fantasy Podcast. As usual, I'm joined by Joshy. Hello. And for the first time this season, by Tommy. Why, hello. Um, it's been a while, boys, since we've done an episode. Um, this has been a very long-awaited discussion. I guess. Um, this this episode, we'll be talking about, pretty much, we'll just be wrapping up the pre-season as yep. the season starts on Wednesday. Um, going okay. over the matchups for this week. Um, going over the biggest trades that have happened. And yep. also some predictions for the season. Okay. So, without further ado, let's get right into it.